Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Again, that's ebaymotors.com. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Hello, friends. We're back again. It's Fightful.com, and it's time for your Impact Post Show. And the person next to me does look a little different. No, it's not Cresta. Unfortunately, Cresta Star has been having some internet issues over the last day, but she'll be back hopefully next week. Instead, I reached out to our friends over at True Heel Heat, and I was like, hey, hey, I need a ringer. I need the best. I need, I need the guy that you put on your Impact show. I need the guy who talks about Impact more than anybody talks about Impact Wrestling. And they're like, you need Ness. And I was like, okay, I need Ness. And Ness is here. How you doing, man? It's good to see you. I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. My pleasure, folks. Impact was fun tonight. We're going to dig in. We're going to talk about it. July 28th. It's a big weekend. I don't need to tell you, but apparently there's a Summer Slam on Saturday night. Sean Ross Sapp is currently in Nashville. He's going to take a photo with the big, you know, the big wings that, that they have, the big wing mural. He's going to do that. He's going to bring you all your scoops. He's going to do a post show as well. I'm going to tell you everything that's going on this weekend on Fightful, especially YouTube.com slash Fightful. Uh, we'll talk about Select. We'll talk about everything. We'll talk about StarCast. We're going to get into it. We're going to do it. I'm going to ask you right off the cuff, Ness. If you had to give a score out of five for tonight's Impact Wrestling show, what would you grade it? I'd give it a four and a half. All right. I can agree with that. I'm, I was about, yeah, I'm about a four. No. There was some stuff that really, really pissed me off, man. I don't know how you feel about Honor No More. I, was, I, I knew it. We're going I to talk it. about it. I knew it. <laughs> there are certain things that I absolutely um am starting to enjoy about honor no more and we'll talk about eddie edwards and ace austin in that opening contest but man a rudderless group being given another friggin five on five i i can't how do you feel i mean just generally how do you feel about that yeah it does seem like this is oh let's put them all in the match and it seems like the thing about it is five on five just to get you know a two-on-two match a shot at the tag the impact tag team championships so i mean it kind of doesn't like really weigh out the way that it's going but again we've and it's against bullet club again that's another match we've seen now great talents on both sides so i really can't knock that aspect of it but just does seem like another run-of-the-mill match that we've seen over the past couple months so yeah i could do without it but, you know, I'm here for it regardless. We paid our five bucks a month to watch it over on YouTube.com slash Impact Wrestling. So whatever. I'll sit. I'll enjoy it. It's it, It'll be a good match. They always are. But, man, this is a group that I am ready to see take on literally anyone and literally anything else. I'm just over it. We'll dig into that as we talk through the show. Folks, if you're here, leave a thumbs up. Hello, chat. It's good to see you. I see you there. I want to say hi. And uh, if you want to get your question or statement read right on the air. You can donate a super chat here at youtube.com slash fightful. It's that little dollar sign in the bottom of the chat window. Any amount, get your question or statement read right on the air, or you can donate at humperchats.com. 
normally I'd hand that over to Cresta, but Ness, I'm not going to make you do the thing. Oh, Humper Chats. <laughs> hey, why not? It's our Streamlabs platform. If you go to HumperChats.com, you can head over there and donate any amount. Get your question read on the air. Uh, the difference between the two, it's a Streamlabs platform over at Humper, uh, over at Humper Chats, and uh, we keep a little bit more of the pie. So if you want to support oh. us here at Fightful, that's the way to do it over at HumperChats.com or don't need a super chat. Do it the old school way. Uh, I am, in fact, Joe Gacy. That's been the 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 thing for a long time. Thank you. I haven't gone anywhere. Uh, they call me the diet. No, they don't. They call me Schism now because I'm oh, a yeah. big fan of Tool and I only know one song and that is Schism. <laughs> I do see the resemblance now that you've mentioned it. Thank you. I got to tent my fingers like this now oh, yeah. for like the rest of the show. I'm just going to go, Ness, how did you feel about that opening contest between Eddie Edwards and Ace Austin. I wish I could just quickly shave my head and get a contact. I could be uh, Zach Gibson. Oh. <laughs> oh, show. Okay, you know what? Before we even get to that, I always ask the question: Do you watch BTI? Do you watch before the impact? Sometimes I catch it. Sometimes I I didn't catch it tonight. I didn't miss miss it tonight. So this week they did a really really good job on the main show of drawing between BTI and impact itself they did a match between vincent versus pinder gujar with brian myers at ringside gujar and brian myers have been going back and forth over the digital media championship gujar wants a shot myers weasels out huns just funny little shit uh so this week they did a whole match with vincent and gujar good back and forth all that really matters is that uh as good as vincent looked gujar got the win yeah. and then you had heath come out take out vincent from behind after the match and there you go. Well, that'll all play into the rest of the night. So this is one of those rare nights where BTI and Impact's main show actually kind of crossed paths. It made sense. I liked it. Yeah, which is that's always good because a lot of these other shows, they're uh, what's the word I'm looking for? They're not main shows. Don't really play into their promoted shows. So that's actually good that that was something that carried over. That's right. Yeah. Normally, if you're watching, uh, let's say, WWE main event, then normally it's just a bunch of clip shows and a couple matches that don't really have any bearing on the main shows. If you're watching Dark and Elevation, they don't often conflate the two together and do much. So absolutely, that is the case. Uh, let's kick us off with Ricardo the Mark with a super chat saying, Howdy, gents. Kushida versus Rich Swan delivered. And it absolutely did. Great match. Uh, how do you feel about Kushida making his debut? How do you think of the match? And then after that, we're going to start from the top and work our way down. Well, the match was phenomenal. Um, so as our ending on our show, on uh, as we do our watch-alongs, we give our matches of the night, things like um, our MVPs of the night, our LVPs. Uh, so Rich Swan and Kushida definitely got match of the night. And also Kushida became our MVP of this episode because, you know, he had his debut, looked very strong, great match. Shout out to Wish Swan as well. It was I'm a huge fan of both of these guys. They definitely deserve that main event slot and made the hell of a use of the time they got. Very surprised that Rich Swan lost the match only given the parameters of if you win, you might get yourself a title shot. Yeah. So when we get into the match itself, we'll talk about it. Instead, we're two weeks away from emergence. Let's just dig right in. Uh, Edward Edwards versus Ace Austin is a very good match. Again, it's the Honor No More versus Bullet Club thing, but this is a fresher matchup. I'm down with it. Ace Austin brings back the uh, the paper cut with the with the card. I like it. It's good stuff. Uh, and Eddie Edwards, man, just he's really good at finding the camera and giving you those the facials during the match and just playing with the crowd. Really, really fun match. Uh, what did you think? Anything stand out to you? Was there what was your favorite part of this match with Eddie Edwards and Ace Austin? Well, one of my favorite parts of this match actually was when both uh Kenny King and Chris Bay got thrown out. Uh, it just seems like all of these matches, these guys are always going to have you know their cohorts at ringside. Like, let's just see these two actually go head to head. So the match was already good in my opinion but once the two distractions got taken out it just went up a notch and i was actually surprised that eddie edwards got the victory in a clean fashion at that over ace austin the so now it just seems like i don't know more 
is looking to get that leverage to say, look, look what we were doing to, you know, your tag team champions. Look what we're doing to your former X division champions. Like, look, Scott, you got, you can't deny us. You can't deny us at this point. That's what it looks like. It's going. I, I did enjoy Eddie Edwards getting the victory over Ace Austin because he was the veteran. Yeah. It made perfect sense. He scouted the fold at every at every turn. He had some sort of answer for it. Uh, the backpack stunner that Edwards does is gnarly, and I love it. It's a good move. Um, and and yeah, like even launching Ace Austin into the turnbuckle when he goes for the fold, little stuff like that makes Eddie Edwards just a great veteran presence uh, in Impact and in a match like this. Hits the diehard driver off the Tiger driver, gets the win. Like you said, clean as a sheet. One, two, three. Uh, the Chris Bay, Kenny King stuff, I I personally was kind of mixed on it. Um, referee throws you out, and then what do you do? You knock out the other guy, and the other guy gets in the ring, and then Tope's over. That was a little too cutesy <laughs> for me. I don't know. Yeah. But, like, I got to give it to both guys because, like, they're, they're damn good. They are. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just in that moment, I'm just like, it's a little much. Running into the ring. Yeah, <laughs> it's a little much. Either way, good match, hot open. That's something the impact does well. We go to the back. Heath is with Gia Miller. He says that Honor No More, they play dirty. They fight nasty. They got the numbers. They took out Rhino, says that Rhino's out from having surgery for a few months. And then he's going to hit them all with a wake-up call. Are you enjoying this Heath slowly taking out Honor No More storyline-ness? Yes, because he actually feels important for once. Um, as we've seen, he's uh, WWE run. He never was like... An important part of it you know in, in my opinion anyway so now in impact i think this is a place where he can actually shine as an individual get to show what he can do a little more as far as in ring and definitely with his uh personality and with the story of how important honor no more is to impact at the at the moment that just gives him a little bit more uh notoriety in the sense that these guys are so much of a threat to impact as a whole then he's going to be that threat to I don't know more to try to bring back some uh some honor you know to impact get these guys out of there I like it it's true I, I'm enjoying watching Heath take out these guys one by one I want him to at least get laid out one week yeah. I, I, I don't want to take away the heat completely I just want them to like finally say uh oh, got you this time and he kind of have to slither out but again it, the whole like virtue of this thing is that Heath gets him at every corner I just wish they'd stop making honor no more look like a bunch of bitches. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they they have they, they do have a lot of moments for it. And it's just it's like what like six, seven of them. And then it's just like Heath by himself. So I could definitely see where you're coming from with that. I'm interested in seeing when we talk about that five on five match, whether or not Heath gets involved and maybe costs honor no more. Uh, in their in their five on five, but we'll talk about that later. Uh, for now, we're back with Josh Alexander with Jim Miller. They they did a, a Ric Flair's last match promo. That's great. Um, <laughs> we're, we're, listen, the show is also brought to you by Starcast. We're going to talk about Starcast more, so I'm not breezing past it. I'm just saying they showed it once. They had a whole bunch of Ric Flair's last match promos uh, in tonight's episode, so we don't need to get there yet, but we will get there. So this is your yeah. tease. Josh Alexander, who, by the way, will be a part of Ric Flair's last match this coming Sunday on Fight TV and part of StarCast, uh, is with backstage with Gia Miller. He references beating Moose, beats Joe Doring as champion. He's not going to back down from a challenge, especially Mahabali Shira. And then Alex Shelley walks in and he interrupts and he says, the big men don't make pro wrestlers. And he continues to put over Josh Alexander. And he says, hey, Ness, what makes the best pro wrestler? Someone, uh, well, I forgot what he said. I think it was someone playing smart. Skill skill yeah and then technique and intelligence and basically all the things that make these guys both alexander and shelly respectively the best in their oh, field yeah. the smartest and most technical wrestler alex shelly says he is and he reminds that josh alexander will have to face that smartest and most technical wrestler but he wants to take the title from the best good stuff um it's a good segment and, and it leads into the shira match later which is very short, and we'll yeah. talk about that shortly. Surprisingly <laughs> short. Uh, you know what? Do you, you want to talk about that right now? Does anything really happen uh, until then? Uh, yeah, let's just talk about it real quick. Yeah, we can. Yeah, that, that's just how quick we can talk about it because, just like you said, I didn't expect that match to be that short, but it kind of plays into the storyline of uh, Alex Shelley saying, "Look, I want you at your best. You go out there." He pretty much said, make quick work of this guy. And then 
uh, it'll be me and you at emergence. So Josh Alexander, that's pretty much what happened. That's what happened. He went out there. The match was about, I want to say five, like four or five minutes. If, if that, if that, if that, uh, yeah, got the, the, uh, made a sheer tap out and look like Josh Alexander, look, I'm going to give you the best. I'm going to give you me and my A game. Just make sure you bring your A game. I was literally Ness. I'm not even kidding you. I was changing the title of this video <laughs> on this on Streamyard. I was I was changing the video and the match was over. I was like, "What?" Yeah, I, I didn't expect that either. Not expecting it. A very quick match. All Alexander Raj Singh tries to get involved, gets backed off, and then Shira taps the ankle lock. I didn't expect Shira to look as 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 bad as he did. Not that yeah. he looked bad, but like I, I expected a little bit more out of him. I expected maybe to him get uh, he, maybe that he would get more than three punches in, right? Because he's a beast. Like, look, you know, he refers to himself as the Indian line. Lines don't aren't uh, like passive whatsoever, and that's kind of like what happened for the match. And I get it because they were building up Alexander for this this title match. Could have been somebody else in that spot. Yeah, definitely. It it, it, didn't, it definitely didn't benefit Shira to look as I don't want to use weak. I just say not as dominant as he usually is. But also, it's against you know the Impact World Champion. So I guess that's that plays into it as well. That's right. So Scott is in the chat and he mentions that Shira hurt his arm during the match. That's true. During during the taping, someone did make reference to this, so they did make a very oh. quick finish. Okay. Um, I don't know if there was an update to that, but I do remember reading about that in the uh, in the spoilers at the time. So good, good shout out from Scott in the chat. Uh, super chat from Adam Contents saying Heath reminds me of DDP in 1997, taking out all of the NWO guys from out of nowhere. I don't hate that shout. I, yeah. I don't think it's going to get you know Heath to the level of DDP in '97 oh, in WCW. No, <laughs> no, not at all. I mean, but what if it does? No, I don't think it's going to do it. <laughs> but it's a good shot. I, I actually really like that. I think it's a really good point, uh, especially if you're if you're looking at it through that lens for sure. Speaking of guys who performed in WCW in the '90s, my match of the night. It's Laredo Kid and Trey Miguel versus Johnny Slinger and Zicky Dice. Ness, I don't know if you watch this show, but every single week when Swingman's involved, we got to take an hour just to talk about Swingman. Are you a Johnny Swinger fan? And if you are not, why? Are, what's wrong with you? I am very much a Johnny Swinger fan. One of the favorite, and I'm so hurt. I'm still hurt that they don't have it anymore. Swinger's Palace, every week I would watch Impact solely for Swinger's Palace. I'm still upset that they don't have it anymore. But whenever he's on on screen, I pay attention very much. And Ziggy Dice know is the, the the both of them together is they make they make magic as well. But yeah, very much a big fan of Johnny Swinger. Shout out to our regular co-host Crystal Star <laughs> popping into stage game in just in time for Swingman. Yes. Okay. First of all, uh, Swingman, I got to point this out. They they showed the backstage segment from Digital where. So Johnny Swinger says that Laredo Kid is Bob Seeger. <laughs> like turn the page, dot John, dot Bob Seeger. Like, easy for me to say, and that he took the strap from him in Tupelo, and that Swinger is never lost in Tupelo, Daddy. Uh, and then all that Laredo Kid can say is, "Okay." Yeah, he has no idea what's going on. <laughs> no idea. And then Trey Miguel shows up in the back, and that's the thing. This is just. Um, just the best. Ness, first of all, you are welcome back here anytime because you have professed your love for Johnny Swinger. So thank you for that. Oh, you know, let you. everyone know that is exactly why this guy, this this is this is a guy. You you keep in touch with him. Uh so anyway, the match itself, it's fun. Zicky dice at the beginning of the match trying to do the Eddie Guerrero, but saying Viva La Reza was absolutely <laughs> ridiculous. And then while they don't have the swingers palace anymore ness they do have swingers dungeon dungeon yeah and what do some people in certain dungeons sometimes wear <laughs> uh bdsm mask apparently because i couldn't tell them apart i don't know about you yeah they were identical yeah the, the masks were even just just a tinge different but you really had to look if you wanted to see who was who yeah yeah, I mean, really outside of the outside of the you know their attire, but they did look 
if you're just looking at their faces, they look exactly the same. Yeah, absolutely. It, it, they had the same hairstyle, the same mask. It was it was perfect. Uh, Swingman tries to stop Trey at one point, and it almost works. But uh, Zicky then stops Trey, and then they double team Miguel in the ring. The finish is really simple. Miguel hits a meteora. Laredo Kid hits a frog splash, and then Zicky Dice gets pinned, and Swingman is robbed again. <sighs> the man should be champion. I take it. Uh, for the, be- at least the digital media, because he has a lot. He has a clearly he has a large digital media following, as we're here professing our you know our appreciation for him. I think it's time for Swingman to really show off his 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 stuff in the X division and challenge Mike Bailey. Uh, that would actually be a good match. I'm looking forward to that. That's I'm going to tweet Scott Demore see if I can get that get that to happen. Apparently, all you need to do to get Scott Demore's detention is just uh, you know knock off the power to the entire venue. That works. <laughs> More on that later. Myers and Gujar, they're backstage. My Gujar says, "Hey, you saw I won that match." And Myers said, "Oh, you just missed it. I was in the back yelling out, who wants a shot at the digital media championship?" And then Crazy Steve and Black Taurus walk up and they're just like, "Oh, good thing Black Taurus accepted the challenge." First of all, on the floor. Loved it. Perfect. And then Brian Myers is just like, "Oh, well, you got to pass the match by Scott Tamore and there's Canadian uh visas to go through and there's all this stuff you got to do." And he just makes up every single excuse in the book and then Scott Tamore just casually walks by says match approved <laughs> i love this shit yeah i am in love with this digital media championship story with Gujar and myers because it's so silly and it's so stupid but it's the perfect championship for these two to be going for yeah definitely i like the fact that uh brian myers is just gonna keep putting Gujar through all these hurdles, jump all these hoops. But as I said to uh, my co-host on uh, Blunt Impact, I'd rather face Gujar than Black Taurus because guy's scary, for one. Then he has Crazy Steve. That doesn't make me – that doesn't reassure me either. So, uh, hey, he's just like he jumped out of the frying pan into the fire in, in that situation. But I'm pretty sure he'll figure out some way to get up out of there. Could you imagine Black Taurus versus Bupinder Gujar for the Digital Media Championship instead of Brian Myers? Come on. Yeah, I, no, I can't. I can't see that. Yeah, I couldn't see that. But I do love it. I've been saying it week after week. I want Myers next to say, Gujar, you can have a shot at the championship when you get your blue check mark on Twitter. Gujar still doesn't have that blue <laughs> check mark. And the week I want the week that that Gujar gets a title shot is the week that he shows him. Oh, I got my my blue check mark. Give me my title shot. And then Myers has to do it. That's what I want. That'd be great. So, they can just do it on live. Like, oh, you know, throw it on a Titan Tron. Perfect. Blue check. Yeah. Show, show right. It show like the people at Twitter being like, oh yeah, no, we just we just gave you the verified right there. And then Myers just sit there with his like his mouth wide open and Scott Demore be like, I guess it's official. And then walk away. <laughs> Uh, I got a super chat from LA uh, MA Sulco saying digital swinger is my favorite to play as on the impact provincial wrestling federation for Atari 2600 <laughs> digital swinger. See there. Everybody's trying to have it manifest into fruition. Did you ever watch the provincial wrestling federation stuff that impact did? Yes. Did Great you stuff. like it? Uh, some of it. I some did not I. like it as a Canadian. I didn't like it. I speak for all Canadians, by the way, when we talk about impact, I didn't love it. I just, it, it wasn't for me. Some stuff is the last one they did really wasn't a fan, but you know, that's why I like the shit with, you know, you guys like no. Brian Myers and Bupinder Gucci. Yeah. <laughs> like some, not everything sticks, but some of it for me anyway. Yeah, exactly. Folks getting your super chats. Cause it's time to talk about probably the number, well, let's say of a pretty interesting show, let's call it the number three most interesting thing to have happened tonight. Tasha Steeles and Savannah Evans come out for the OVW Talent Showcase. It's Tiffany Nieves versus Jada Stone. The match itself isn't much to talk about, and I'm not going to sit here and tell you it was good. I'm not going to sit here and tell you that you know they should have done better. I, they're OVW talent. They're learning. We'll leave it at that. There was some good stuff. I mean, Jada Stone does the Matrix back uh, back arch, and then she does her Rana out of it, turns it into a kick. There's some really cool stuff, um, but it's showcase. 
But the real thing, Ness, is Killer Kelly makes her Impact Wrestling debut return. It's a little bit of both because yeah. pre-pandemic, we were, we were waiting on Killer Kelly. Things got messed up, but now she's here. And my favorite part before Killer Kelly steps up and murders a bunch of women is Tasha Steele's being like, who this bitch? <laughs> Talk to me about Killer Kelly. What'd you think of that whole thing? Oh, man. I am a fan of Killer Kelly. Really started watching her when it was um, Impact. I've seen her out in the, some indies, but got a better chance to see what she can do when it was in uh, when she was in Impact, her first go around. Now, like you said, for return, debut, whatever it was, it was a great showing for her. Uh, I like the fact that, you know, they're putting her the what it seems like they're putting her in a program which is going to happen with Tasha Steeles let her come in let her show how much of a threat she is to the knockouts division knocking off one of the uh the former knockouts uh world champion women's champion and actually knockouts tag team champion as well uh so yeah just give her that spot she's definitely going to be able to run with it so we got a super chat from M.A. Sokol. Thank you, by the way, saying Kelly versus Masha has to be the eventual endgame. And I, I, I 100% agree. We've talked week after week that Masha Slamovich continues to roll through the knockouts division. Everybody. And eventually she's going to have to have that match where she gets pushed a little further than she's already been pushed. Is Kelly Kelly, Killer Kelly, not Kelly Kelly. That's a totally different person. <laughs> Is Killer Kelly the person to give Masha Slamovich a run for her money? I would love for it to be because I'm a I'm a huge fan of Masha Slamovich. Um, we call it Masha Slamovich as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> so it just seems like she's literally running through everyone. She took out Havoc in like three minutes. I said, oh, yeah. Anybody else that she faces after this, they don't stand a chance. So I believe uh, Killer Kelly can be that individual to actually push Masha to an actual uh, competitive match. And I'm actually hoping I see that. And even yeah. outside of that, uh, they might even end up, you know, teaming up and then just running through everybody at this at that point. But I'll just, you know, I don't want to put the cart before the horse. I actually really like that shout. And I'm looking forward to the inevitable Killer Kelly and Masha Slamovich tag team and tag team champion subsequently yeah oh yeah yeah they, they they would run through everybody and it would be just murderous rampage i'm into it let's do it don't even don't you know what stop the show that's what we're doing someone call kelly killer kelly someone call scott demore someone call masha let's get it happening we'll have the summit right here on fifo uh i gotta point out killer kelly has an amazing hesitation basement drop kick it looked real good she knocked out jada stone with it and then whatever that finishes that she does it looks like the angel's wings uh but a little bit different i'm big into that couldn't get a name for it but either way just a very very good uh debut for killer kelly looking forward to that wondering what they're gonna do with eric young and violent by design they're getting cutesiness with yeah. this whole thing last week it was eric young they, they pan out He's at the top of the stairs because he is the dominant member of EVD. And then Diener and Doring are at the bottom of the stairs and they're colored differently. They've got the the purple and blue lights like I kind of have in the background. Whoops. And then De uh, Dor not Doring, uh, Eric Young has got the yellow lights because he's violent by design. It was a whole thing. Um, either way, he says you failed to eliminate the sickness. And then this time the stairs is uh, it's confessional style. <laughs> i love these guys as human beings but please for the love of god if it's jimmy jacobs please jimmy be smarter about this because this isn't working it's it's just it's so hokey to me yeah, at this that point, they're yeah. having it this way I, I just something better but either way um dean is like hey we didn't expect kushida to show up and then young is like we'll take out motor city machine guns and then take out kushida and ness i don't know about you but to me that just screams bound for glory is going to be a six-man tag between Violent by Design and the Motor City Time Splitters. Let's say you. Yeah, that's where it seems like it's going. Um, or and I like Violent by Design. I actually like really before they actually became a group. I um, where I like to call Baked Book what we do on uh, Blunted Pack. So I just threw it out there. I'm like, oh yeah, Dina's going to join Eric Young, and, and then you know all my. Uh, the this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? 
read a book, take a nap, play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer. A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time. But the question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Fightful. It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with BetterHelp. That's BetterHelp.com slash Fightful. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C. I said the True Hill Heat guys were like, oh, no, that's not going to happen. And then it just happened out of nowhere. Um, at this point now, it seems like it's – I don't want to say it's running its course. Maybe they do need to split because Diener is clearly the weak link. Um, it's weird to see Joe Doring as big and dominant as a human being he is. It just – so subsequent to Eric Young. I guess it might just be mind games and things of that nature, but it just – the element of the group doesn't have what it used to have when they first became uh, a unit. So now it's just like, maybe it did run its course, you know, maybe they're young, either is going to replace someone, kick somebody out, bring somebody else in, but all signs are pointing to Dean or being that weak link that if anyone's being replaced, it will be him. I'm going to toss something else at you. They do the six man. Eric young gets pinned. Diener and Doring beat up Eric Young and toss him out of his own group, and Eric Young turns again. How you feel? Oh. Now, that'll be something that I didn't see coming, and I always appreciate a surprise, so I can definitely see where they do with that. Um, I would like to see where they – if that does happen, I would like to see if – they replace Eric Young with, oh, maybe it's the leadership that's the issue and not us. So I can definitely, I can get on board with that. All right. We'll see where it goes. We're going to get to the number two big moment from the show that I know a lot of people are going to ask about. But first, before we talk about another big run-in tonight, I have to give this big run-in for StarCast. StarCast 5 looks to be the biggest StarCast ever. I'll be there July 29th, the 31st, Nashville, Tennessee at the Nashville Fairgrounds Summer Slam Weekend. They've got great panel shows, including reuniting the old Talking Smack team of Renee Paquette and Brian Danielson for sessions. You've got Soraya turning the page, The Last Ride of the Four Horsemen, and Bret Hart 30 years later after the British Bulldog SummerSlam match at Wembley Stadium. StarCast will be capped off by Ric Flair's final match, which takes place Sunday night at the Nashville Municipal Auditorium. Sold so well, they had to move it to a bigger venue. But it's also got another great set of talent 
appearing on this show from AEW, New Japan, Impact, MLW, AAA. You got Rachel Ellering, Deanna Perrazzo, Jordan Grace in a three-way knockouts match, Killer Cross versus Harry Smith in a rematch of their great blood sport match, Motor City Machine Guns against the Wolves, Briscoes versus the Von Eriks. You got Ray Phoenix, Bandito, Taurus, Laredo Kid in a four-way match. And the show, again, headlined by the final match of Ric Flair. If you're going to be in Nashville, head to StarCast.com for more information on StarCast tickets, meet and greets, and last match tickets. For those of you who won't be in Nashville, you can head to RicFlair'sLastMatch.com, pre-order the event, and watch the docuseries Ric Flair, The Last Match, with new episodes every Monday at 6.05 p.m. Pretty sure those docs have already happened, but either way, you can still go watch them. <laughs> Ric Flair's last match is uh, is this Sunday after the show. Myself and Kate Elizabeth, we're going to be live here at Fightful.com on YouTube.com slash Fightful reviewing the show, especially because of all the impact talent that are going to be there, all the ones that Sean just outlined. Um, and I'm going to I'm gonna toss this out there. I haven't put it out on the internet yet, but you heard that panel that they're doing, the last ride of the four horsemen-ness. You heard yes. that one? Yeah. I would bet... A good amount of money that an angle will turn from that in which Jeff Jarrett gets involved and knocks out Ric Flair and goes running from the venue saying, I'm a horseman, I'm a horseman, because that's in the whole thing. I guarantee you they are going to run that angle. And if it happens, I will clip it and take a damn victory lap. Several of them. Yeah, you should pat your, give yourself a pat on the back for that one. Yeah, right. that was, yeah. <laughs> We're doing it. We're going to do it. Ric Flair's last match this Sunday. It's going to be fun. Starcast all weekend is going to be a lot of fun. You heard of all the stuff that's going on. It's on Fight TV if you want to watch the panels. Uh, big weekend ahead. We'll talk about what's going to go on in the fightful world of talking about SummerSlam weekend. But until then, let's go back to a little bit of impact. Moose is backstage with Gia Miller, and Gia's like, hey, hey, Moose, you and Macklin a thing? And Moose is like, no, no, we're not a thing. <laughs> I don't know why Macklin was in my locker room. I don't know why he got involved in my match against all odds. I'm not, I'm not happy with him. And then Gia's like, yeah, but like you guys are together. Right. And Moose is like, no, stop asking. It's basically verbatim. What happened? Yeah. Yeah. Don't, don't question it. Uh, I don't know. What do you think is Moose and Macklin? Are you enjoying this uh, impromptu team? Is this something that you're into? Yeah, actually, I'm, a, again, another fan of both of these guys. Um, Moose is Moose. You know, he's one of the top stars in the company. And Macklin, someone that I didn't really get a chance to see all that much when he was in NXT. Now he has a chance to, he's a, another rising star in Impact. I've been loving his run since he became with the company. So, like, I'm a, I want to see where this goes as well. Because as much as Moose is denying it, you know, it's kind of harder than I when you see these guys actually uh, working together and pretty much having the same uh, common enemies and things of that nature. So we'll see where that, where that goes. I agree. Hey, before we get to the Honor No More backstage and we have a little fun with Honor No More, I got to bring this up. Alex Lawrence, who's a member here at Five Falls, says Swinger, Swinger leads up Violent by Design. Oh, man. I don't think you could take that away from me. I would absolutely love it. Could you imagine Swinger trying to? Oh my God. What, uh, what is the sickness, Daddy? Anyway, honor no more. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> honor just, more now, can I just say this? I need yeah. now, just for him throwing that out there, I would need to see Joe Doring in a fanny pack. <laughs> just going forward, the stripes. All that, just all that. I'm sorry. I just so, so I, I don't know if this will ever make the light of day, but uh, at the last Greek Town Pro Wrestling event in Toronto, I, I did have the privilege of uh, of interviewing very short interviews. I did just a few questions with uh, Eric Young, with uh, uh, Sonny Kiss from AEW, with Josh Alexander, of course, the Impact World Champion, and uh, I, I I stood with uh, Big Joe Doring for a few minutes. Um, First of all, very big guy, very imposing guy. Uh, Secondly, Joe Doring, how can I put this lightly? I said this to Sean when I sent him the files. I said, I'm pretty sure Joe Doring wanted to murder me throughout the entirety of our interview. (laughs) Joe doesn't do a lot of interviews, and I can understand why. And that's not a knock at Big Joe, because we had a very pleasant conversation for for what a a big, imposing guy could be. But um, I kind of need to see, because he was wearing a cowboy hat when we did the interview like he yeah. joe doring is joe doring 
Joe Doring and Zubaz, I think I need it. <laughs> that would that would be something to see. Yep, if it makes the light of day, you'll see it. Not the Zubas, you'll see the hat. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> Although now I'm gonna ask him if he can wear Zubas for an interview. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Um, Honor No More backstage. Eddie Edwards is like, hey, Impact's trying to screw us. And that Honor More is just like, hey, uh, you know, we take what we want, except here's the thing about that, Ness. Honor No More hasn't taken shit. Yeah. So <laughs> they go up to Scott Demore and they're like, hey, what are you going to do about Heath? And Scott Demore is like, oh, he's more of an Honor No More problem than my yeah. problem. And then Matt Taven kind of jumps in and says, hey, we deserve a tag title shot because we beat the Good Brothers, which is true. And I've been saying this since the beginning. Them beating the Good Brothers, or at least beating Bullet Club members who are adjacent to the Good Brothers, means they should be in the tag title picture. And I was very put off when what happens next, Scott walks off. Eddie Edwards is like, hey, this isn't over. And he's like, as a leader, you got to deal with that sometimes. I'm like, can it be over? Because this is shit. Let's just fast forward. We'll go through the whole segment. They're doing a, a Mia Yim interview and it gets cut. And they're like, sorry, technical difficulties. Matt Ray Walton, Tom Hannafin are doing their thing. And then they get cut, technical difficulties. And then they show Scott Demore running through the back of the arena, going out to the TV truck and finding Honor No More tearing it up like they're the NWO in 1997 at Disney World. And they're about to call the cops. Scott yells, go to break. Honor No More screaming at them, give us what we want. They're doing their best Dave Batista impression. And then Scott Demore's like, hey, you want it? You get another five on five tag match honor no more versus bullet club for a tag title shot by the way because i didn't realize that this was for the impact wrestling uh five man tag team championship <laughs> 10 man tag actually that's very lucha of them okay. if honor no more loses they got to disband but if they win they get a tag title shot ness talk me through it talk me off the ledge did you like it did you not or are you jumping with me i'm I'm on the ledge with you. I'm trying to see. It depends on what they do with this. If I don't know more actually wins and they don't disband, I'll probably jump because for all this, you could have just gave Taven and Bennett a tag title shot for against the good brothers. Cause that's really well, this is going to, there's no reason for the five on five. You got uh, I don't know more versus bullet club when it solely just comes down to two teams to four people not 10 there's no reason for all this you know extra stuff going on but i i guess they're more so going into the story of there's a chance that i don't know more actually might disband we'll see i mean at this point i kind of want it to happen because i'm kind of tired of seeing these 10 on these 10 guy tag team matches just for the sake of having the you know five on five tag team match I agree. Just get it over with. Be over with it. I'm done with it. I'm not done with y'all leaving a thumbs up here on this video. There you go. Let's keep going. Vexed, who, by the way, for years I thought was VXT. No, it turns out they're called Vexed. Diana Perrazzo and Chelsea Green are in the back, and they're planning a bachelorette party for Diana. And I love that Jessica shows up and she's like, I'm hilarious. I'm the life of the party. I love parties. I'm excited for it. This Jessica Havoc, the new Jessica, is leaps and bounds better than anything I've ever experienced in my life watching Havoc as a character on Impact Wrestling. Rosemary shows up with Taya. Rosemary's all annoyed. It's like, yeah, we have a big match against Vexed at Emergence for the tag titles. Well, I don't know why you want to hang out with them. And then Jessica's like, I was going to make bottomless mimosas. And then Taya's just loving it. Just shimmying. Like, yeah! Just amazing. Just the best. First of all, bottomless mimosas do rule. Gotta say. Um, if you're going to do it, don't do, don't drink a bottomless mimosas before the Royal rumble. It's makes the Royal rumble a very long and arduous process. <laughs> More on that later. Uh, Jessica then is pulled back and then she comes back and this is the line of the night for me. She says, by the way, it's Jessica with a C and a K because I'm sick. Yeah. <laughs> and the tire grabs her, walks out. Dude, you like the segment because holy shit. Obviously I did. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. So when they do. They take the character, you know, her being Havoc, you know, the big, brooding, scary individual that, you know, we're so used to. Now she's 
tapping into a whole nother character um, with this Jessica uh, gimmick. It's great. I, I also love when, um, you know, Sue Young did Sue Young, Susie, and Susan. Uh, so I kind of got that type of vibe from it. And so far, like when she first debuted this gimmick, that was like my segment of the night. That episode was great. So now that, you know, she's showing a little bit even more personality, uh, it's pretty much having two Taya Valkyries. And then like, they're both just equally annoying the shit out of Rosemary. So it's, it's, it's just entertaining all around. It's, it's great stuff. When this whole thing started, when they paired up Taya and Rosemary, Cressa and I sat here and we said, well, Havoc's the odd woman out. Yeah. And we thought this was going to be a whole thing where Havoc has a problem with Taya and then Rosemary's left in the middle and it's like, you know, who does she pick and is Havoc going to beat the shit out of Taya? Like, what's going to happen? And then Impact played the reverse card on us. They played the Uno reverse and they they hit us with Jessica. And Jessica and Taya are now besties and Rosemary is just the very pissed off brooding big sister. And I, yeah. I love it because... I, I can't tell you what's going to happen. I can guess. I can, uh, I don't know. Havoc's going to snap at one point and then beat the shit out of Taya. And that's how it goes. Either way, what they're doing right now is just absolutely hilarious. And it plays it well with the Dark Realm stuff and the history of it. I'm enjoying this. I want to know what happens next. Yeah. I don't have anything to add about Sammy Callahan taking out Raj Singh after the match with Shira. Called out Moose. There you go. Uh, the Ric Flair moment, they did the Jay Lethal Ric Flair segment as expected because it's Ric Flair's last match, by the way, Fight TV, Starcast 5, all the stuff we plugged earlier. And this is the number two big moment that I was alluding to. They run a video package putting over Alex Shelley and his match against Josh Alexander at Emergence. And you have appearances by his tag team partners, Chris Saban, Kushida, Sammy Callahan, Mike Bailey, the X Division champion, says a few words. Scott Demore, of course. Jimmy Jacobs, Trey Miguel. And this guy that I, I don't know if you've ever heard of him, um, Johnny Gargano. <laughs> Johnny yeah, Gargano I, hasn't I've been seen. Johnny Gargano hasn't been seen since he's left WWE. His first um, on-screen wrestling appearance, not wrestling, but appearing on a wrestling program. Um, Fightful Select, by the way, very shortly afterwards, did break the news that Johnny has not been in talks with Impact Wrestling. Uh, it was a one-off. He was doing this for a friend. There are no active talks. Johnny wanted to put, make that clear very, very quickly out of the way. Uh, so we did report that at FightfulSelect.com, and Sean also confirmed that later on on his Twitter. So there you go, giving you a freebie, Fightful Select. Johnny Gargano showed up in this segment. How do you feel? What do you think of the, the Shelly promo? Talk to me. So I loved everything about this for the fact that Alex Shelley finally getting uh, his flowers. Uh, shout out to Chris Saban. Definitely these guys, Motor City Machine Guns, a staple in uh, just tag team wrestling in general. But it just seemed like for a while it was, you know, kind of just one-sided of just Alex, I'm Sh- um, sorry, Chris Saban just getting all the praise. And, and it's definitely um, due to Chris Saban. But it's just nice to see a change of pace that it's going to Alex Shelley. That, I, you know, having all these guys show their appreciation for him, people that watch either – was coming up with him or they just watched him uh, as they were going up, getting into wrestling. So, and then Johnny Gargano coming out of, you know, left field, definitely didn't expect that. Definitely expected, you know, the Chris Sabins, the, the Kushidas, the Trey Miguel's speedballs and, you know, guys like that, but even just having uh, a Johnny Gargano, cause that's honestly, that's someone that, you know, I wouldn't say emulated this style, but when I think of uh, Alex Shelley of, you know, maybe like the, the, the early 2000s, 2010s, it would kind of reflect on Johnny, uh, Johnny Gargano because they are very similar styles. And it was just nice to, again, it was nice to see uh, Alex Shelley get his, his just due and just makes him seem more important going into his uh, impact world title match against uh josh alexander at uh emergence yeah very much looking forward to that match and i do think that the if there's one thing that impact does really well it is setting up these video promos they did they 
get you not only excited about the match, but excited about the wrestlers involved in the match. And Alex Shelley is a name that's been synonymous with impact wrestling for so long. And they put that over, but he's never had a world title shot. His partners have like Chris Saban has, and he's been world champion. Uh, Shelley hasn't been there yet for him to have this opportunity. And then for impact to show him that kind of respect, it's a big deal. And and I was actually very, uh, very excited to see that I'm, I'm looking up as we speak. Uh, Gargano and Shelly did have a series of matches in 06, 07, and 2016 in AIW. So there is a mutual respect and friendship there that uh, that's really, really cool. Uh, so go check out some of their matches. Gargano, by the way, sends in like the best 144p potato camera video I've ever seen. Everyone else is like very well lit, sitting in a proper production area. And then yeah. Johnny Gargano's like, I am here from my potato. Yeah. letting you know about my friend alex shelley it's good stuff it's like, oh i'm in the kitchen i gotta do this real quick <laughs> exactly <laughs> candace can you watch the baby i have to do this oh watch for the dog too anyway johnny gargano making an appearance on impact is, is a nice deal i like it it's up there with the rock showing up to induct ken shamrock into the hall of fame yeah. <laughs> the rock who can show up for impact but doesn't want to show up at survivor series <laughs> Now, how did that pan out? That's crazy. Oh, God. I love it. <laughs> the main events, speaking of crazy, Rich Swan and Kushida. Kushida making his, his debut with Impact. Um, by the way, Alex Shelley and Kushida also have a match this weekend at, uh, at StarCast for the New Japan show. So I'm very excited for Kushida versus Alex Shelley. But tonight, it's Kushida and Rich Swan. Folks, get your super chats in. Get your humper chats in. Heading down the home stretch. This is it. The main event, Rich Swan seemingly has his groove back. He wants this title shot and he might get one if he defeats Kushida. Well, we'll find out later on. It's not to be, but either way, a very good match with Swan and Kushida. Uh, you said it was your, your match of the night, your MVP. Tell me about it. What did you like? And uh, we'll, we'll close it out. It's just the match is so well. Both these guys are phenomenal talents, world-class athletes. And it just I always love. I'm a huge X division, uh, X division fan junior heavyweight division of the new Japan. And it just seemed like these guys were pretty much wrestling to a stalemate until, you know, the end, uh, pretty much wrestled the same style, uh, Kushida a little bit more technical, you know, he'll work on striking and submissions. Um, Rich Swan also with the strikes, but he's a little bit more flashy showmanship, high flyer. So both of these guys definitely showed both of their styles and it literally just, came down to the literally the home stretch of Kushida just working that left arm of Rich Swan to put in the hoverboard lock to get the uh the victory. But it was just a, a great showing. Uh the the stipulation for hey Swan Rich, if you win this match, you know, we can put you in contention to be uh back at the you know the top of the mountain for the uh the impact world title. That just put it a little bit more pressure on them. Also put a lot of pressure on Kushida because you know he's debuting. I, mean, I can't lose in my debut match. You know that's 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 not good at all. If I lose, like what am I doing? Got to rethink everything. But you know, and I and Rich is going to be good. You know, I think he can take the loss and then maybe down the line go back towards the you know, trying to climb back up the top of the mountain. But I think this is something that Kushida needed because it would have definitely been bad if he you know debuted and lost. But yeah. Kudos to both men for that match. It, it was a great match. I think I'm ready for Rich Swan to start getting himself an edge, maybe turning heel, because we've seen Rich Swan in this iteration um, have banger matches, and that's true because Rich Swan is a great wrestler, but it's it's getting stale watching him just be the baby face who dances and then yeah. inevitably loses a big match. I didn't love that they went into this match with, you know, if Swan wins, he might get an opportunity at an opportunity. It was like, just say he's climbing up the ranks. Just say this yeah. is a great, a pivotal moment for him, blah, blah, blah. Making it known that like, if you win this, you might get an opportunity for an opportunity. That didn't really gel with me, especially because Impact tries their best not to be that company. Right. Um, but in the grand scheme of things, I if this turns Rich Swan into someone who got frustrated and now starts maybe taking different ways out of matches, I would be okay with that. Uh, they did a lot of chopping and slapping until rich swan hits the chop on the ring post and that's when he stopped which by the way 
Love it. Little storytelling bits like that. Very good. You work, whatever works, you keep doing it until it stops working. And then when he tried to do it again, instead of doing the chop, you had Kushida block and he just get punched in the face. Good stuff. Little stuff like that works. Um, I did like with the submissions in the middle of the match, Tom Hannafin points out that Kushida had an MMA background, went 6-0-2. There's some cool stuff in there if you look at uh, Kushida's MMA background. And then Swan hits the kickback, which is a cool move. I like it. It's a mule kick when he jumps off the back of Kushida. Uh, I don't love that Swan has to yell his opponent's name before hitting that move to get their <laughs> <laughs> to get their attention. But whatever, it comes and goes. It is what it is. And you mentioned the hoverboard block. I love it. Hitting the Spanish fly into the hoverboard block yeah. made it even cooler. That was really, really good stuff. Swan taps, Kushida wins. I thought Violent by Design would come out. Not to be. Yeah, I, it, it did feel like someone was going to come out, but they just, you know, let Kushida have his flowers after getting the victory, which I'm not opposed to that. I think probably would have been a little bit too much and all that going on. Too many conflicting stories, but, you know, there's always yeah. next week or the following. <laughs> Speaking of next week, they're going to run Deanna Perrazzo versus Rosemary. They got Brian Myers versus Black Torres for the Digital Media Championship. Giselle Shaw versus Masha Slamovich is going to be a match that happens in about 20 seconds or less. Unless they do the thing that Cress and I talked about, where Giselle Shaw finds ways to duck Masha for weeks on end. Just make up shit to get out of the match. That's what I want to see. But it's probably not going to happen. Giselle's probably going to get the shit knocked out of her by Masha Slamovich. And then the main event in a Derby City street fight, because, of course, the street fight in whatever city you're in, it's PCO versus Doc Gallows. And I'm immediately interested in this match for multiple reasons. PCO is PCO. Okay. You don't have to say anything more. (laughs) Gallows, Gallows isn't like, he loves plunder matches and he does them well. But, like, I don't know how much Doc Gallows is going to want to take the reanimator by PCO or the deanimator. Like, I don't know if he's going to want to take that move. That's pain. I don't know if Doc Gallows wants that kind of pain. What do you think of that Derby City street fight? I don't think he wants to take that move either. And, honestly, up to PCO, I don't think he cares if he wants to take it or not because he'll do it regardless if Gallows is going to be on the the apron or not. He's going to do it. Um I think it'll be a fun match. I think it's definitely going to be some shenanigans, you know, because there's no, oh, everybody's banned from ringside. Well, not yet anyway. Nobody's banned from ringside, anything like that. So it'll probably be a little bit more conflicting with Bullet Club getting it in. I don't know more. So it's more of the multi-man thing going on as well. I just kind of hope we just keep it at, you know, Gallows versus PCO. But, you know, I won't hold my breath. So go off the air with a giant brawl. Yeah, I can Is see this, that. Happening. I guess we're, that's two weeks out from emergence. So we're still, so that that's not going to be the go home. That's going to be the, the week before emergence, this PCO Doc Gallows thing. Um, either way, I'm looking forward to the match. It's going to be so ridiculous. Uh, it'll be a fun show though. Ness, we got through it. You're the man. Thank you for stepping up and hanging out with us tonight. Tell the people where they can find you on the internet. Uh, you guys can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at skinny underscore underscore Kravitz. And you guys can catch me on the True Hill Heat YouTube channel every Tuesday uh, for NX3. Myself, Romeo, Anthony Colon, and Chris G. We do live watch alongs for NXT 2.0. And also on Thursdays for Blend Impact, I go live for another watch along for Impact Wrestling. And I just want to thank you, Joel, for having me on. This is a lot of fun. I appreciate it. A pleasure. You're always welcome here. Folks, I can tell you all about Fightful Select, but honestly, we hit over 8,000 subscribers this past week, which is nuts. Biggest wrestling property on Patreon, hitting massive numbers. I, I don't have to tell you, but I'll tell you. SummerSlam scoops coming your way. The Riddles and Ra- Riddle Rollins match got postponed. We'll tell you why. Gresham and AEW and the ROH situation, we have an update on that. Rocky Romero had an interview with Sean Ross Sapp. He talked about the New Japan Impact Partnership and he t- explained why it was important to reestablish that partnership. Yes. So go ahead, check out the notes from that and then check out the interview. It's going to drop sometime in the next uh, 24, 48 hours. A uh, little bit about former WWE talent expressing their interest uh, in maybe having stuck around with WWE had Triple H been in charge of creative sooner. Uh, very interesting stuff. Plus your sour graps, your Q&A, your backstage report, all the stuff that's over on Fightful Select, five bucks a month. If you haven't signed up yet, I don't know what you're missing and you don't know what you're missing. I don't know what's wrong with you. Either way, this weekend. So let's get through this real quick. 
Tomorrow, SmackDown, Rampage Review. That's going to be with Kate Elizabeth and Alex Cardoza. The SummerSlam post show with SRS and Denise. The night before Denise's wedding, by the way, they're going to be doing a SummerSlam post show. So that's that's commitment right there. Yeah. And then over on Select, Alex and Kate are going to be doing Sour Graps. Uh, speaking of Graps, Grapsity is going to be at noon Eastern on Sunday this week, not Saturday. The guys wanted to talk about uh, SummerSlam. So that'll be Grapsity noon Eastern on Sunday. Ric Flair's last match review on Sunday night. Kate Elizabeth and myself. And then on Monday, we have Monday Night Raw, Sour Graps preview, Kate Elizabeth again, and Alex Pulaski. Alex and Kate are just all over this damn place. Yeah. What is going on with them? I don't know what's going on. Suddenly Sean leaves and he's just like, ah, put the blonde girl in. We love Kate. I love Kate. My 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 favorite person. Anyway, let's get out of here. Ladies and gentlemen, friends beyond the binary. I am actual Pearl, J-O-E-L-P-E-A-R-L. I will see you next week. Or I'll just see you at Rick Flair's last match review. I don't know. I'll just see you on the internet. Cheers. Good night. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands. And are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.